You are listening to the Phenom NFL Show on the Phenom Media Podcast Network, powered by the most passionate young sports analysts in the game. If you're looking for creative, informative, and high-quality sports content, you've come to the right place. Phenom Media boasts a team of over 100 youth contributors from around the world, covering every sport on every media platform. Make sure to follow Phenom on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as all of the Phenom podcast channels for daily content. The link tree in the episode description includes a direct link to all of the aforementioned platforms, so click on that to access everything. If you enjoy the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a positive review so more people can discover the podcast. Now, let's get to the show. My name is Vishnu Chenapragada. Yeah, I'm Shaker Shah. And I'm Pranjay Patil. Uh, and we're part of the N- uh, NFL Phenom podcast. And today we're going to talk about... Um, Today we're going to talk about t- teams for contenders, playoff contenders to avoid in the NFL playoffs. So Shaker's going to start first with the Packers. Yeah, so Packers are, in my opinion, one of the best teams in the, NF- in the NFC. Um, and I said the teams to avoid for them were the Rams. Um, and this is mainly because of the Rams' uh, stifling defense. I think the Rams have some great pieces on defense that the Packers can't really um, contain. So – what, in my opinion, I think the Packers have Devontae Adams, their best weapon. And Jalen Ramsey's going to – I think he's going to put the clamps on Devontae Adams. Um, and if Rodgers does – and Rodgers doesn't have Devontae Adams, I don't think he's going to be able to be as good. And he has Aaron Donald going to – Aaron Donald's going to be in his face uh, throughout the game. And on – if you switch his sides around in McVay's offense, it's going to confuse the Packers' defense. I don't think Packers have enough pieces to stop the Rams' offense with Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Uh, Jared Goff is going to do good in the play action and there's not much help, corner help outside of Jair who's been lights out this year so I think Packers got to watch out for the Rams but I think the Rams are the one team that could really you know, give uh, Green Bay some trouble and I'll go next with the Saints so they're currently the two seed in the NFC and my team to avoid for the Saints would be the Packers because the Saints can't really exploit the Packers weaknesses the Packers weakness is the inside run up the gut, and unless the Saints are going to give it to Latavius Murray a lot, which I really doubt they will in a playoff game, uh, they're not going to be able to really exploit that weakness. And uh, I think the Packers linebackers are uh, able to stop. uh, They have one of the lowest missed tackle percentages in the league. So they should be able to stop Alvin Kamara pretty well. And the Saints defense doesn't match up well with the Packers offense because you look at a guy like Marshawn Lattimore, a lot of times he can take away the top receivers for other teams, but these are technical. Uh, these are the bigger guys. But uh, Devontae Adams is more of a route runner, and I don't think Marshawn Lattimore is going to be able to shadow him as well as he could some other cornerbacks. So I think the Packers are a pretty bad matchup for the Saints. All right, I'm I'm going to go next with the Rams. So I said for the Rams, I think the team to avoid is the Saints, and the reason, the primary reason I say this is because the Rams run a decently run heavy offense 45 percent of their offensive plays are designed run plays which is good for ninth in the league and the saints have simply had a tremendous run defense um no one can question that in most major categories they're second they allow only 89 runs yards per game and 3.7 yards yards per carry and this is going to cause McVay. he has to 
is turned to a pass-heavy scheme, right, to prevent the Saints from get sorry to prevent the Saints defense from getting the better of them. So he's going to have to turn to Jared Goff, who has simply been way too inconsistent this year. Um, he's 24th in the league. His average QB rating is 92.7, which is not pretty. And the other thing you have to understand is that Drew Brees is coming back, and he's out there to prove something. Um, you know, he's he has a good communication with um, offensive rookie of the year, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, who they started off pretty well. So I think that the Rams have big trouble if they're going to play the Saints. Uh, yeah, so I'll go with my next team in the NFC, got Washington football team. Uh, they've been on a hot streak as of late, uh, winning uh, on a winning streak, beating the Steelers in a big game. Um, I said the team to avoid for them are the Packers. So I, I'm going to go with what I said before. I think the Packers are one of the best teams in the NFC. They have a really well-balanced team. And Aaron Rodgers is a really experienced, probably the MVP this year. He's a great quarterback. So I think that's the one thing that Washington's defense has a weakness through. It's the passing defense. I think their pass rush is great. I love the defensive line. I love the front seven. But I don't know if they have the corners to stop Devontae Adams. And if they have the linebacking core to stop Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams in a dual run threat. So I think Washington football team is a really in, uh, young team that doesn't, uh, that isn't quite there yet to make a deep run in the playoffs, but they have a few positions to address on the offense and the offensive line. But this year, I think Packers are the big team to watch out for. And um, with the football team's, you know, main strength being in the def uh, defensive line um, and the Packers are the best left tackle, one of the best pass blocking left tackles in the league, if not the best in David Bakhtiari. They're going to hold off Chase Young or Montez Sweat, whoever lines up across from them. And, yeah, I think the football team really should watch out for uh, Green Bay if they ever encounter them in the playoffs. Um, so now we'll go to the NFC West, and we have the Seattle Seahawks. And my team for them to avoid would be the division rival Rams. In their last six matchups, the Seahawks are just one in five against the Rams. And even that win was a really close win that really could have gone either way. McVay is just completely out Carroll almost every single time they play and the Seahawks defense can just never seem to figure out McVay's offense they can run all over their offense and you look at their matchup they played earlier in the season yes they played without Carson but uh, Russell Wilson looked confused he made a couple of bad decisions and uh, it's going to be tough for the Seahawks to beat the Rams but their matchup in week 17 uh, will be extremely telling the Seahawks will be home and maybe if they can uh, beat the Rams in that game build some momentum build some confidence then there might be a better shot that if they play in the playoffs, the Seahawks will win. All right, I'm, I'm up next with the Buccaneers. So I said the Buccaneers, the team to avoid for them is the Rams. This is primarily because the Buccaneers lead a very aggressive offense led by Bruce Arians and offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. Um, so basically, the Rams beat the Buccaneers in a pretty sloppy game in primetime this year, 27-24. to 24. And the reason they beat them was because they were constantly pressuring Tom Brady in the pocket. And Tom Brady's not a mobile, mobile QB, and he was forced to make bad decisions. Um, they had an opportunity to win the game at the end, but he, he threw a pick. And, you know, as we know, the Rams have an extremely, extremely strong defense. Um, Jalen Ramsey is going to lock down um, Mike Evans, I believe. Um, and they only allow 6.1 yards per attempt. And I think another thing you have to understand is that previously I mentioned that Jared Goff is an inconsistent QB, but I think that when he gets hot, he gets hot because – the the running offense was not really there for that game. Um, neither team really ran the ball well, but Goff threw for 376 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, both Cup and Woods had 100 yards receiving. 
So as long as he plays and as long as, as long as McVay can adjust their, his offensive scheme to, to go with how the Buccaneers play that day, um, I think that the Rams have a very good chance of being the Buccaneers in the playoffs. I think the Buccaneers have to see to avoid them. Yeah, um, we've been talking about Jerry Goff a bit here. I think he's a great quarterback in play action, but I don't know if he's going to be a consistent gunslinger, consistently throwing the ball. And we, we've been talking about how it's an every one game on, one game off for him. If McVay can highlight the play action for Goff, I think he's going to um, – I think uh, Rams are a really, really good team in the NFC, and you're going to pose a big threat for others. So I'm up next with the uh, Cardinals. And for me, the team to avoid for them is the Seahawks. Um, I think the Cardinals were really playing lights out in the beginning of the year throughout the uh, through the midseason point. But um, I think the Seahawks uh, were one of the first teams to really, you know, figure them out and make their offense really one-dimensional. And that's the problem with the Cardinals. If you eliminate Kyler running the football, it's a one-dimensional offense. And Kyler's not nearly as good throwing the football, um, especially when he has no threat to run the ball 10 to 15 times a game as he did earlier in the year it's the 49ers and other teams so the Seahawks shut them out completely although the score um wasn't as telling it was 20 to 21 the most recent time they played but I think the Seahawks played an overall much better game than the Cardinals did um they had a balanced attack on the Cardinals and the Cardinals couldn't do much to stop it um and Kyler couldn't get going um in the third and fourth quarter um and the pass rush figured it out so I think teams have been figuring out how to play the Cardinals they came off a good win against the Giants but I don't think the Cardinals uh uh, aren't are as big of a threat anymore. So as long as you stop Kyler from running the ball um, and you eliminate a lot of the ground options for the cards, I think they're a very limited team and um, the Seahawks are one team for them to really watch out for in the playoffs. Yeah, without Kyler Murray running the ball, their run offense doesn't really work and they become a one-dimensional team and makes it easy to beat them. So my team is the Vikings and my team to avoid for them is the Bucks, and they played pretty recently. And the the Bucks won by I think nine, but uh, the Buc- it was definitely a lot closer than it looked because the Vikings kicker cost them about uh, eight points and uh, nine points in the game because of three missed field goals and a missed extra point. And the game likely would have been a lot closer had the, he made those kicks. However, uh, the Bucks are just simply a bad matchup for the Vikings. The Vikings like to run it with Cook, and the Bucks did a decent enough job at stopping him because they have one of the best uh, rush defenses in the NFL, being uh, top three in rush yards allowed per game. And uh, if you look at the Bucks offense versus the Vikings defense, the Bucks were consistently beating them deep. You saw guys like Scotty Miller and Mike Evans up and downfield because these Vikings corners just aren't built to cover these Bucks receivers. And when they have that level of uh, high level of talent and well, without Daniel Hunter, obviously, uh, the Vikings are getting much pressure on Brady, making it really tough for the Vikings to stop the Bucks' passing offense. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you said about the Vikings' secondary. Um, they've simply been pretty atrocious this year. And I think you've got a high-octane offense, you know, with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, it's the emergence of Scotty Miller, even Rob Gronkowski. Um, I think the Vikings just can't do anything to stop them. So next, I got the Giants. Um, so for me, I said the Giants' hardest matchup would be the Bucks, And let's be real here. For the Giants, any matchup is going to be difficult. You know, they're coming out on most likely, you know, not a lot of momentum going into the playoffs. And the Giants' offense has been pretty much abysmal. They're, 34, they're 31st in pretty much every category, every major category in offense. And, 
you know, they don't score, you know, they don't, they don't get a lot of yards per game. They don't score a lot of points and the Buccaneers defense will simply, you know, snuff them out. They're seventh in holding opponents to offensive yardage. And even though the Buccaneers only edge them out 25 to 23, I think they, they can beat them handily in the offseason because I think their offense is coming into form. I think Brady's, you know, forming more chemistry with his targets, more, more chemistry with his weapons. And I think that the Giants would have to contain this really pass-heavy offense in order to even have a chance with them. I think that the game can get away, get away from them very quickly if, if their defense doesn't, doesn't play at the level that they have. Because frankly, the Giants' defense is the only thing that's currently even keeping them in the playoff race right now. Yeah, I agree. I don't think the Giants are, you know, they had a great game against Seattle. I think they shut the Seahawks offense out pretty well, but I don't think the Giants are all that. I don't think um, they have the offensive skill power at all, especially without Saquon. I don't think they have, and Colt McCoy likely leading the helm right now. Um, I don't think they have any chance uh, to do well in the playoffs or uh, or even win the division. I, I still frankly think that the football team is way better than uh, New York um, overall. I agree. Yeah, New York definitely. Uh, the Giants need. I think they need a quarterback this year in the draft. I think they need to get add a few more pieces. Daniel Jones isn't it, in my opinion. But I think the Giants have some of the pieces on defense. James Bradbury is a like top three, top four corner this year. But this is not the year for the Giants. And they've. I think they've overperformed sometimes too. Okay, so now we're going to move to the AFC. And uh, Shaker, uh, Vishnu, you can start off with the Chiefs. So... I think most of you guys would agree that the Chiefs are probably the most dominant team coming out of the AFC right now. And, you know, their offense is insane. It's probably one of the best offenses that I've seen in years, you know. And even they even have an emerging defense that's been overlooked for years. But you got, you know, you guys got like, you guys got, sorry, you have guys like Chris Jones and, and literally the Honey Badger who's, who's been coming up playing well. And they're developing into a top unit. But I think that there, if there is a team to stop the Chiefs, it's the wild card contending Raiders. The Raiders have already beaten the Chiefs this year, handing them their only one loss, 40 to 32. Um, and they lost four weeks later, but they they only lost 35 to 31. And it was still a shootout. They still they still gave the Chiefs a run for their money. Um, and this is because, you know, in their first loss, John Gruden, you know, as we know, he loves to establish this very run-heavy offense. And basically they gashed the Chiefs in the first game. They have a lot of schemes with Josh Jacobs and even Devontae Booker, who's, who's, been emerging, who's been emerging in Las Vegas. And I think that if Derek Carr can come out and play well like he did in the first game, he threw for 347 yards. Um, I think that they have a serious chance of you know, dismantling the uh, Chiefs in, a, in what would be a huge upset in the offseason. Oh, yeah, just I want to add something here. Um, I, I agree the Raiders are a really you know, tough team for the Chiefs to play. But I would have also taken the Dolphins here. I, I think the Dolphins gave the Chiefs a really hard time last week. Um, and the Dolphins' defense is, like, one of the most underrated defense in the league, in my opinion. I, I really like their front seven. And Xavier Howard might be the second-best or first-best cornerback this year um, in nine interceptions. So I think the Dolphins can give any team right now in the AFC a run for their money. They did it against the Chiefs. I think they can do it against the Steelers if they had to play them. But I think if the Chiefs are, should be worried about playing a team, um, it, it would either be the Raiders, like you said, or I think the Dolphins with their great defense. Yeah, I can see what you're talking about. But I, I definitely don't see Mahomes throwing, you know, three picks again in one yeah. game mm -hmm. against a team like the Dolphins. I think that that was a fluke for him. Um, he's usually a pretty polished, usually, um, 
you know, he got his fundamentals down. He's, you know, he's yeah. arguably the number one, um, you know, the, the, the number one in the MVP race right now. So I don't, I don't really see him having as bad of a game as, as he did. Yeah, before. everything pretty much went right for the Dolphins that game on defense, and he still lost. So I would put the Chiefs ahead of the Dolphins. Yeah. Or the Raiders ahead of the Dolphins in terms of biggest threat to the Chiefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Shaker, you're next with the Dolphins and their toughest matchup. Oh, yeah. So, clearly, I'm, I like the Dolphins a lot right now. I like where they're going. But, again, I'm going to go with the division. Um, we, we've been keeping this trend throughout for the NFC and for the AFC now. I think the division rivals are always going to be um, the toughest teams to play. So, my team to avoid for the Dolphins is the Bills. And maybe the Bills don't pose, like, the biggest matchup threat for the Dolphins, but um, they're not exploiting any weaknesses for the Dolphins in particular. That's uh, very noticeable. But I think that Bills and Dolphins being the same division, and the Bills already beating the Dolphins once, um, I don't think it, it helps. I, I think that the Dolphins are going to struggle against a team like the Bills, whose defense has been taking a step down but uh, since last year. But I think um, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are going to, they're scorching right now. They're, they're playing really good football. And I think it won't be – I don't think Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, I don't think they're going to be enough to stop uh, Diggs, Beasley, Singletary. And the run game has been uh, not too much – there's not been too much of a run game this year. But I think the Bills' offense and Josh Allen is going to be simply overwhelming. And Brian Dabble has been great this year, their offensive coordinator. He's been finding loopholes to every single team that they play. And he's been finding ways to beat them through their weaknesses. And I think he's going to do that against the Dolphins. So if the Dolphins um, make the playoffs and make a run, I think they, they're going to have to watch out for the Bills. But again, obviously, I think every team in the AFC is not going to want to play the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs are obviously the team that you don't want to play. But I'm all, that considered, I'm going to choose another team for the sake of this uh, podcast and sake of this discussion. Okay, so uh, I'm next with the Buffalo Bills. You just said we're the worst matchup for the who are the worst matchup for the Dolphins and their worst matchup I would say is the Tennessee Titans for sure so one of the Titans biggest weakness is their uh, inability to defend the run game they're second in the league in rush yards given up at 157.8 per game and that's like really a problem for the Titans but uh, unfortunately the Bills can't really run the ball that well and that they won't be able to exploit that weakness. And another thing about the Titans is that uh, they're a really aggressive defense. So they're not just going to let sit back and let Josh Allen pick them apart like some other defenses did. They're going to be okay with giving up the big play, but uh, eventually they're going to force a couple turnovers. And you look at the game they played earlier in the season, uh, Titans won against the Bills 42-16. to 16, And although the score was definitely bigger than – there was not as close as the game showed – uh, the Titans definitely outplayed the Bills, and the Titans completely controlled the clock with Derrick Henry, and the Bills have shown an Ill- inability to also stop the run this year. So I feel like the Titans can really exploit the Bills' weaknesses, and the Bills can't really exploit the Titans' weaknesses, which is why I think if the Bills make the playoffs, they better hope they don't face the Titans. All right, so next we got the Ravens. Uh, for me, I said the Ravens' um, hardest matchup would be the Steelers. So, you know, the Ravens lost kind of a sloppy game on both ends, you know, and this could be attributed to, you know, the fact that Lamar Jackson wasn't playing uh, 14, 14 to 9, sorry, 14 to 19 against the Steelers. And, 
I think it's because the Ravens are extremely run heavy. Um, most would argue um, that the Ravens probably have possibly the best run offense in the league. You know, you got a great dual, dual threat quarterback in Lamar Jackson, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, you know, coming onto the scene. They've all been feasting. They get 32.6 rush attempts per game. That's second in the league compared to only the Patriots. And we saw the Ravens, you know, um, last week, you know, beat the Browns by just simply running the ball down their throats. Um, and the Steelers have just been simply killer against the run. They've only allowed 100 yards per game and only 24 running attempts per game. Um, and I think that, listen, the Ravens, in order to beat the Steelers, in order to beat their, you know, long-time division rivals, they have to turn to their passing offense. And I personally don't think their passing offense has been that great either. A lot of people make, oh, yeah, Lamar Jackson running back jokes, right? And although that's not completely true, um, a part of it is because Lamar Jackson has been, simply put, in terms of passing uh, on the lower echelon of QBs, you know, this year. And the other thing you have to understand is that there's no alpha receiver in Baltimore. You know, you could say Mark Andrews, um, Marquise Brown, but they haven't really been showing up as much. And then you also have to understand that the Steelers also have an extremely stout secondary. Um, in, in terms of the whole league, um, they have the second – Sorry, they allow the second lowest, you know, 200, about 202 passing yards per game, which is, which is really hard. And I think against the struggling passing offense of the Ravens, uh, the Steelers are just going just gonna to feast on them. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I definitely say the toughest matchup for the Ravens would be the Chiefs because uh, you look at the Ravens' weakness, they can't really throw the ball, as you said. But a team like the Steelers doesn't really have a type of offense that's going to run up the score early and force the Ravens to throw the ball. So uh, I think the Chiefs would definitely be a team that would make the Ravens throw, force the Ravens to play to their weaknesses and take away their running game. You look at what happened last time, even without Lamar, the Ravens still almost pulled up the upset over the Steelers. And I'd say if they played in the playoffs, the Ravens were pretty hot right now. I'd say they have a decent chance against the Steelers, but I wouldn't give them much of a chance against the Chiefs. I mean, Shaker, do you have any thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. I don't think you can give any team in the AFC much of a chance, again, maybe apart from the Steelers, but – the Chiefs are in their own, like, level right now in the mm -hmm. AFC, right? You could say that for any team down this list of AFC contenders that the Chiefs are the ones that you should watch out for. Because I think the problem with the Steelers is that they don't have an offense. Their offense isn't productive. The reason they lost to Washington was their, their, the Washington's defense forced turnovers, and they got the ball, and they – that's the only way to stop the Steelers' offense, right? This defense is throttling. You can't, you can't do much against the Steelers' defense. They have guys, linebackers, TJ Watts – Unbelievable this year. Defensive line, Stefan Tuit, Cameron Hayward. You got Minka Fitzpatrick. You have Steven Nelson in the uh, secondary. So I think any team, going back to my Chiefs point, any team is going to be scared of playing the Chiefs. You, you don't want to play the Chiefs. I sort of agree with what Vishnu said here about the Ravens not wanting to play the Steelers because you also take into account that they're playing the same division. And anything can happen in the same division when you're in the same division. You already play the team twice. And you're, you're, you, at that point, you get tired of playing that team. And the Steelers have been really, you know, tough on the Ravens so far. So I, I think while Paranji makes a valid point that, you know, you don't want to play the Chiefs, I think that's true for almost any team right now. So while the matchups may not work, I think uh, Vishnu uh, hit it uh, sort of on the money here that the Steelers aren't really a team the Ravens want to play. Yeah, I think you've got a potential, you know, coach of the year, coach of the year up. Uh, and Mike Tomlin, who I think is going to – who has been studying these Ravens for a long time, uh, he knows how to play them. He knows how to – I think he knows how to stop Lamar Jackson. And I think that if you do that, 
besides that, the Ravens don't really have any other weapons that they can utilize against your defense. Yeah. And I think that's how they can stop them in the playoffs. It's really – it's a one-dimensional offense right now. Yeah. I don't think Lamar's at all um, where he was last year throwing the, throwing the football. So, all right. Uh, so, uh, Shaker, yeah. you're next with the uh, Colts and their toughest matchup. Yeah, so I'm going – I know I've been saying this the whole time, but division for me plays a big deal. It's a it's a huge factor. So Colts, I said the team to avoid is going to be the Tennessee Titans. Um, the Titan Derrick Henry, I just like to say Derrick Henry ran all over the Colts um, last time they played at Indianapolis. Um, and I don't know if the Colts are going to be able to stop Henry. And even if they manage to somehow plan a game, uh, create a game plan stopping Derrick Henry. You still have Ryan Tannehill, who's been pretty solid this year, and in the beginning of the year was considered one of the top five quarterbacks. Um, I think his play-action threat and his ability to push the ball downfield, it's too much for the Colts to do. It's not going to be enough for – they don't have enough pieces on defense yet to stop uh, the Titans' dynamic offense. And I don't think the Colts are an explosive team on offense either. They don't have any big play threats, in my opinion. I mean, Michael Pittman's been great. Zach Paschal's there. Phillip Rivers is not that good of a quarterback. He's really mediocre right now. So I don't think the Colts can do enough on offense. I don't think they can do enough on defense to stop the Titans if the Titans play their game. Um, and if the Titans do what they do best, they run the ball down their throats um, and they do uh, create some big play action plays with A.J. Brown, Johnny Smith. Um, there's no way the Colts can stop them on defense or, um, or can get anything going on offense. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to have to disagree with you there again because the Titans beat the uh, the Colts beat the Titans earlier in the year on a Thursday night game and the Colts have shown that it is possible and while you make a decent point that uh division games can are like they're different, uh it can honestly really go either way because both teams know each other really well. So it's a lot easier for them to game plan. So I can't uh it's not really easy for me to say, "Oh yeah, this is the worst matchup we can have." because they know the other team so well. So sometimes they can even predict what the other team is going to do. So uh, I'll keep it moving with the Steelers. And my team for them to avoid is the Buffalo Bills. So uh, you saw them play on Sunday night. uh, And the Bills, uh, they didn't play well early in the game. But eventually the Bills offense got going, even against that vaunted Steelers defense. And Josh Allen showed that when he's at the top of his game, even a really great defense like the Steelers defense, uh, can't completely slow him down all the way. And he played extremely well in the second half, and the Steelers couldn't really do enough to win. And with the offense that's struggling with drops and doesn't really have a great run game, at the moment they can't really exploit the Steelers' weakness, uh, the Bills' weakness, uh, I meant, uh, the Bills' weakness of not having the greatest defense in the world. So uh, I definitely say that the Steelers' toughest matchup would be the Bills. All right, and to finish it off um, with the Raiders, um, I think that, again, we have, to, we have to consider that the Raiders are currently, their place in the playoffs is in jeopardy, right? In, you know, in terms of the wild card race, they're, they're barely, if at any, they're holding on to that, you know, seventh spot. And they're not holding on to, uh, right now, they're about two games out of the wild card spot. Games, that right, loss yeah. to the Chargers on Thursday night really killed them. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so to build on to your point, um, I think that the hardest team for the Ra- Raiders to play would be the Colts. And in the past week, the Colts crushed the Ravens, 44 to 27. Um, and basically they did this by just running the ball down their throats the whole game. They had 212 rushing yards, 
Jonathan Taylor absolutely gashed them on that one run that we saw. Um, and this is simply because the Raiders have one of the worst, you know, run defenses in the league. Um, they can't, they can't, they can't stop these guys. And um, Shaker was saying before that the Colts, uh, you know, they don't have all the pieces to make themselves, you know, a a top defense. But I think that they could shut down the Raiders easily. Um, like I mentioned before, and you know, like I've been stressing, um, John Gruden loves to establish this run, and the Colts can shut them down. I think that the Colts have a top five run defense in the league right now, and. You know, I think you you know you got a guy like you got a guy like Darius Leonard who's just gonna absolutely, you know, put pressure on him and just you know, just I, I think that the Colts are are a team that the Raiders have to avoid. Yeah, I think the Raiders have, have for a while now. They're just a really inconsistent team, right? There, there's even in the draft, I've noticed them. They're they're taking players that they took Cleveland Farrell like uh, the fourth overall pick when Josh Allen was available. I, I just think the Raiders have had a trend of being a very inconsistent team, right? They have really great games. They they were playing up to the Chiefs level um, in that one, uh, I think that was a Sunday night game. Yeah, um, it was really fun to watch back and forth, back and forth. But the Raiders sometimes, they've lost to the Falcons like 42 to 6, I think. Um, it, it's not good uh, at times for the Raiders. And sometimes they're playing like one of the best teams in the AFC. So I think a consistent team like the Colts, who have been playing pretty solid throughout the year, I think I agree with you there that they're going to be um, pretty hard for the Raiders to play against. Uh, I think I'm next. Yeah. So uh, for my hardest team for the Browns, uh, the team that they don't want to play in the playoffs is going to be the Steelers. Again, the division is one thing, but uh, I don't think Baker Mayfield, it's going to be all about him, right? For the Browns. If Baker can't get it going, I don't think the Browns have a chance to win. So, and with TJ Watt, um, and the, all the pass rushers, Cameron Hayward, stuff onto it. I don't think the uh, Browns can get it going. And if the Chubb Hunt uh, running back duo gets stopped by that Pittsburgh defense, which I think they can stop it. I think the Pittsburgh defense can really hold Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both. Um, I don't think the Browns can go anywhere. And with the and Baker throughout his career has not been the best against the Steelers, right? He has like a 76.5 pass rating against the Steelers in his career. Uh, I don't think Baker – and he's a 56% completion percentage. Baker's not going to be able to get it going, I don't think, against TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Steven Nelson. Um, and if he can't get it going, it's it's wraps for the Browns, right? I don't think their defense is going to do enough to stop uh, a productive Steelers offense when the Steelers offense is playing their best football. I don't think the Browns defense is going to be able to stop it. The Browns will have to capitalize on any mistakes the Steelers make. Um, and as of recent, Pittsburgh has been making their mistakes on offense, but – I, I simply don't think that the Browns can beat their division rival. I don't think um, they're, I think they're playing next week uh, to cap off the regular season uh, division matchup, but I don't know if the, I don't know if Baker can get it going with his, I don't think he has a great uh, passing IQ. Um, that's one of his main weaknesses, I think as a quarterback in the NFL, but I think T.J. Watts going to make Baker's uh, time against the Steelers really hard. So yeah, Steelers, uh, Browns really want to avoid the Steelers in the playoffs. And uh, I'll go next, and I have another team that uh, would want to avoid the Steelers, and that team is the Tennessee Titans. So you look at the Titans' brand of football, it's run it with uh, Derrick Henry and just power running game, and then build a play action off that. That's one of the main reasons why Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith is going to be considered for a lot of head coaching opportunities after this season. But uh, one team that did a decent job of slowing the Titans earlier in the season 
was the Steelers. And if they play again in the playoffs, I'm not sure that the Titans have the upper hand in that matchup because you, what the Steelers can do is slow down opposing run games. And Henry, I believe, had his third lowest performance of the year uh, in uh, scrimmage yards against the Steelers. And uh, they really slowed him down. And even though he still had, like, a decent game, it wasn't like this. He wasn't just a wrecking ball the entire game destroying the Steelers' defense. The Steelers' defense was uh, able to do a decent job containing him, and they didn't let the Titans have all the time of possession. And they really made the Titans play from behind, which made it really tough for the Titans. And the Titans couldn't control the clock, which is why uh, I think the Steelers would be the Titans' toughest matchup. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with that because, you know, I think that, you know, if you just take Derrick Henry out of the picture, you know, they got to lean on their pass game with Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown. I don't really see them getting very far with that because I think that, you know, in terms of their offense, Derrick Henry is what has made their offense so deadly throughout the whole season. And I think that his Steelers, you know, with their tremendous run defense can cut that off. Um, I think that Titans really don't stand a chance. Okay, so that's going to do it for the Phenom Media NFL podcast. So just to recap, well, we did one team for every contender to avoid. And for the Packers, we had the Rams. For the Saints, we had them avoiding the Packers. For the Rams, we had them avoiding the Saints. For the Washington football team, we had the Packers. For the Seahawks, we had the Rams. For the Bucks, we also had the Rams. For the Cardinals, we had the Seahawks. For the Vikings, we had them avoid the Bucks, And for the Giants, you also had them avoid the Bucks. And in the AFC, we had the Chiefs avoid the Raiders. The Dolphins avoid the Bills. Bills avoid Titans. Ravens avoid Steelers. Uh, Colts avoid the Titans. The Steelers avoid the Bills. The Raiders avoid the Colts. And the Browns and Titans both avoiding the Steelers. Yep, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Yep. See you guys later. See you. Two, one, all right.